before we start say I belong to Jesus 100% Satan has no right he has no share say he has no stake in this life hallelujah
which your heavenly father has not planted is illegal that's called trespass of property
The chains are breaking. The chains are breaking. The chains are breaking. The Lord is setting you free. The chains are breaking. The Lord is setting you free. The chains are breaking. The Lord is setting you free. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing today? It's another beautiful day that the Lord has made. That we must rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Jesus. Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your mercies. I thank you for your faithfulness. Say, I thank you for your love over my life, my family, and all my interests. Say, Father, thank you, thank you. Lift your voice in prayer. Let's just give God some praises. Lift your voice in prayer and thank you. Thank you.
thank you thank you for all our life you have just been faithful malagabahashadi gobolodo shabaladaya elegedeba kosigaba thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord Father, we thank you. Go ahead, lift your voice and give him praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for your peace upon our communities, upon our nations. Thank you, Lord. 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 Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Malagaba shatter bracado, sebele get Ilemendo go, brashata balago, sige de velendes cati, brosatoya baladas. Ilemende gadeshes cati, precasula patanas. Ilegetabo, sotoya badasha. Kilemende catabasu gati vele descatizo no ho sayata. Legate is going to be a suitabalaya. Go ye belendish gedi brasu capalade. Ilagatabash can de breketo zubeladeshke. Can de breketoish get a bended at the doses. Kile breketoish capala. Le procotonish get a beladesh su capalande gedesis. O le barashada. Mantagabashis Kelevo Zika de Devenda Legate, Shata Balagadunza Belegadeshke, E Katuya Palandish, O Legadi Monko Prekatishke, De Peresuta Paladashis, Eliponto Prasetenda Legadeshis, E Lagada, Shandi Gavaladayas. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus. As we begin to pray, 
We ask for your mercy upon our lives and our family this week, Lord. Your mercy, your mercy, your mercy. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice in prayer. Show us mercy, Lord. Show us mercy, Lord. Mercy, 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 mercy. Zeko do balada, shaka fali kronomon satadasis. Ile gete bow, shata balagadesis. Ile gete man sutu valadaya. Oh, yaka balada, sikrena mensch kati bokom ze baladasis. Zekadi brosata van de katedadashis. O laban de kesugadi prasiga tavalan de skoto yabala. Ile belende kato shapalata kindiko sigadata. O lebereshkadi brosokondi beledesh katambelegadizos. Ile katatan shkadi brosato yakabeledashis. Elementos, Calabanda legadishis, Cole Beredesh, Kedivolodosis. Father, we thank you, Lord. 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 For your mercy, we receive fresh mercy, Lord. 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 In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, this morning we ask that the light of your word will shine upon us. Grant us great understanding. Grant us great understanding. Your word said, sent forth his word and his word healed and delivered them. Lord, as your word come, bring healing, bring deliverance. Lord, bring healing, bring deliverance. Lord, bring healing, Lord, bring deliverance. In the name of Jesus, Lord, bring healing, bring deliverance. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right. Um, to keep us abreast of what we are still dealing with on this month, it is imperative that I surround my teaching in the context of the team for the month so that we become a full 
partaker of divine inheritance. The word of God is so powerful that it has the capacity and the ability to give you whatever you are looking for. The word of God is that powerful. That powerful. If you read um, Acts 19 verse 20. Acts 19 verse 20. It said, So mightily grew the word and prevailed. So mightily grew the word and prevailed. So the word of God can grow. The word of God can prosper in whatsoever it is sent. It can grow. It can prosper in whatsoever it is sent. If you read the book of Acts, Act 20, I think, verse 32. Act chapter 20, I think, verse 32. Paul was speaking here, said, Now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. All right? So this is part of why some persons will say, I wish somebody is posting those scriptures for me. I don't know why I'm not getting them on my screen. This is why people will say, I've been a Christian for these years. Nothing is working in my life. I've been a Christian. There are structures inside Christianity that gives you an inheritance. You don't get what you are looking for just because you are born again. No. You don't get them. What being born again does for you is that it gives you a right standing with God, number one. Number two is that it gives you victory over the enemy. Number three is that it lifts you above your past. Number four, your sins are cleansed for unforgiving. Number five, heaven is guaranteed. It does not guarantee you money. It does not guarantee you marriage. It does not guarantee you um, a house, a car. It doesn't give that guarantee to you. What brings the guarantee is the principles that you walk by in the context, within the environment and the confinement of the abilities of scriptures. So he said that the word of God is able to build you up. Can I get that scripture? Where are my people this morning? Are they sleeping? Acts 20 verse 32. It's able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. And it was specific that the inheritance would not um, be stretched out to everyone, but those who were sanctified. So the Bible will tell you on the context of prosperity, if you talk about work, to talk about giving, to talk about helping the poor, to talk about savings, to talk about investment. So if you put your mind in the context of prospering, you now understand the 
um, dynamics of the word in that area. You talk about your business, if you talk about the need for you to have um, partnership and working with other people, having the wisdom of God, working in knowledge and revelations of what you are doing and a whole lot of things that comes with it. You talk about marriage, you talk about um, faithfulness, you talk about um, the, you, the importance of you getting married to a fellow believer. So the word of God have everything carved out. The problem is an average believer today cannot read the Bible does not read the Bible, will not read the Bible. They prefer to sit down and hear and say amen and stand up and they go home. So automatically, they are missing out of the inheritance. He said that now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. It will give it to you. Among all them, which are sanctified. It's an inheritance for the believer, but it is hidden inside the word. I hope this will help somebody to get back to their Bible and begin to ask questions. I hope this will help somebody to get back to their Bible. I used to have people that would read Bible and come and ask me, ah, Pastor, um, I read this, I read this. What does it mean? What? How do I explain this? I don't understand. But this, this, dear, everybody, I dreamt. I dreamt they are chasing me with two cutlass and one go to hair and one shovel. What does it mean? Why won't they chase you when the word of God is not backing you? Hmm? Why won't they chase you? Let's get back. Listen, prophet, sometimes when I'm prophesying, I'm feeling bad. I'm not joking. Sometimes when I'm prophesying, I'm feeling bad. The reason is because the Bible would, would put it this way, that every gift we fail, speaking in tongues we fail, prophecy we fail. He said, but one jot of my word will never fail. One jot of my word. If you read Isaiah 55, right? Isaiah 55 verse 11. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Get me that scripture. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Isaiah 55, verse 11. It's talking about the word. Please, let's get back to the Bible. I'm begging every one of you. Please, let's get back to the Bible. Everybody, including myself. Look at it. So shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth, and it shall not return unto me void. This is God speaking. He said, if I tell you something, eh? listen now, I'm going to give you an understanding on this scripture. This is not just talking about prophecy. Ah, God has given the prophecy. It will not, it's part of it. But this scripture is talking more about scriptures. It's that everything written in the Bible that God has said, it will not come back empty. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. So God is saying, everything you see in the Bible, Bible said that he has, in the book of Matthew, that he has exalted his word above all his names. So any name you will call God now, Jehovah, Jireh, Shama, Nisi, Elohim, El Shaddai, El Gibor, whatever name you will call him, he said he, the word is more important than all those names. 
the word is more important than all those names. Are you getting me? The word is more important than all those names. Say heaven and earth will pass. Giftings will pass. Speaking in tongues will pass. Prophecy will pass. He said, but one jot of my word. Oh, pastor, I don't know why. I don't feel like praying these days. Go and check your Bible. Yeah, you've lost touch with your Bible. That is where it starts from. Prayer is fire. All right? Prayer can be likened as fire. Every fire will remain burning when there is wood in the fire. The word of God is the wood. All right? Prayer is the fire. The word of God is the wood that helps the fire to stay burning. So the moment the wood is removed, forget it. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words shall not pass. Giftings will pass. Prophecy will go one day. But you see the word? Higher, cause of adashes. If you read Psalm 138, verse 2. Psalm 138, verse 2. Please, let's get back to the word. Let's get back to the word. Your prophecies will happen faster when the word of God is part of you and you are part of the word. When you are talking, it is, it is amazing that you can discuss with a believer for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. There is no reference to Bible. No reference to Bible. A believer, a born-again Christian. Some of you listening to me now, you don't even have one scripture of heart. One scripture, you don't have off heart. One, 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 one. If you don't open your Bible by phone or paper, there is no one scripture in your brain that you can just say out completely and be able to understand and explain. So how do you expect to walk in kingdom inheritance? You are praying and say result is not coming. And nothing helps prayer like when scriptures are running in your spirit. Nothing helps you to pray. Like when, you see when the devil came to them, Jesus. It wasn't prayer that he used to respond. It was the word. Yeah. It was the word. It was the word. It wasn't prayer. Because every religion pray, even the devil prays. One thing the devil does not understand is revelation. The devil even knows scriptures, but is afraid of revelation. Because revelation will bring light. It says, I will worship towards my holy temple, the holy temple, and praise thy name for thy loving kindness, for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Thou, so call him El Shaddai, Jehovah Rufeka, any name you will call God. God said, my word is more important than those names. So you like me, you like my name, you say, go back to my word. Go back, go back and read my word. But oftentimes, we are too busy to stay with the word. We are too busy to stay with the word. And Jesus will put it this way, that ye do err because you know not scriptures. The reason why you will sin, the reason why you will do most of the... Listen, nobody holds the Bible and commits sin. No. Somebody is carrying the Bible. And they are committing adultery, committing fornication. The moment those things begin to happen, don't look far. Just check it. 
You've left the word. You've left prayer. Straight, go look for it. That's it. The moment such things begin to happen, automatically you've left your Bible and you've gone far from prayer. Yeah, that's the secret. So the devil will make sure he will take you out of those things first. Then he can now push you into what you want to push you into. But the moment you can guard your environment, stay in the word, stay in prayer, it doesn't happen. I always say, have you ever seen anybody who is playing Christian song and they are committing adultery or fornication with Christian song? A kuime and you are smoking weed. Eh? You are playing a kuime and you are smoking, you not light weed. A you are the living God though and you are smoking the weed. Charlie, even the devil is afraid. He knows that that thing with the mystery there, the smoker is afraid that something will just, might just happen. And Matthew, Matthew is Matthew 22, Matthew 22, 29. He said, You do err. The reason why you do errors, the reason why you make mistakes is because you don't know scriptures. You don't know scriptures and you don't know the power of God. That is why you make mistakes. That is why you make errors. You don't know scriptures. I want us to get back to a season where the believers, the believers can just be talking the word. Those days there used to be Bible quiz in church. Now it's no more like that. All you find is dan dancing competition. Yeah, it's what you find in church now. Dancing competition dancing competition gather children who is the best dancer children who have future that dancing will not help their future that's what we have in church now dancing competition the dance will not help their future all they need are scriptures but instead we gather them and we are making them to come and dance sometimes we even play worldly music inside the church for them to come and dance. So what will stop these children knowing that they will play worldly music and they will receive applause and award, what will stop them from going to listen to worldly song? So they will go and listen to worldly song. They will go and um, watch um, worldly videos to get dance steps. They will go and um, watch worldly dancers to get dance steps, mix them together and throw their leg and throw their, and we are clapping, clapping. Woo, glory to, glory on top what? Glory to God on what? On what? Please, please. On what? What are we glorying for? What are we glorying for? No Bible quiz. No Bible competition. Nothing. Before it's only Bible quiz. Only. Nothing else. Nothing else. Then they will do what they call kingdom dance. The dancer, at least you can relate with the dance and all of that. But right now, nah. Every latest dance step that you can mention. Today, you're going to church, right? Get to church. During praises, every latest worldly step you can find, you'll find it in your church. Yeah, there'll be one girl or one guy somewhere just waiting for one song that suits that dance. Suddenly, you see them. They are throwing their finger and they are throwing the steps. And sometimes, we should be amazed to ask, how did you know this thing? Choir leader, how did you know this dance step? How did you know it? Yeah? Choir mistress, lead singer, how did you know this dance step? From where? Where have you been going to? You, you see, there are questions we are no more asking. No? And it's bringing decadence to us. Yeah. How did you know how to dance this dance? How, from where? From where did you learn it? 
from where did you learn it these things are important they're important let's get back to the word let's get back to the word somebody say let's get back to the word let's get back to the word and it will start with you and i it was, listen please the devil is attacking us when we are not reading the bible running from the bible is a very major attack i'm begging you Anytime you discover you can't comfortably read your Bible, one chapter a day, two chapters, is an attack. It's not busy, it's not busy activity, it's not tiredness, it's not true. It's an attack. Check your phone, how many hours you use your phone every day. Check it. Check it. But when you carry the Bible, suddenly you will still cover it so that you just read one message, you will read one news, you will watch one news, you will reply one video. Before you know, you finish one full movie. A one full movie can be likened to 60, 60 minutes or uh, 90 minutes or more. You can watch a full football match, a complete football match. You watch it, watch extra time, watch the penalty shootout, but you can't read your Bible. Let us get back to the Bible. Let us get back to the Bible. I listened to the man cover by Deboye. At his age, with all his busy schedules, this man does 37 chapters every day. I was like, what am I doing with my life at this young age? Eh? 37 chapters every day. You didn't hear me. I didn't say 37 verses. So 37 chapters of the Bible every day. No wonder the man can hear God out of the blue. Apostle man said he does 40 chapters every day. This man is preaching, he's doing counseling, he's prophesying, everything. But every time he sits down, the wife will tell you, when you he has his own study room. When you enter the room, you will not get a place to sit down. There are seven different Bibles open. Some are on the table. Around the bed, there are Bibles, different versions. As you read this one, he's speaking another one. To it. No wonder that when the man is talking, you could see light. And the next day we're asking God, why is my life like this? The word of God is missing. Prayer is powerful. Without the word, your fire in prayer will go out. If you read Psalm 119, Psalm 119, a lot of the verses talks about the word. But if you read verse 103, Psalm 119 verse 103 said, How sweet are thy words unto my taste. So the word of God can be sweet. How sweet are thy words? Unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Psalm 119, verse 103. The word of God is sweet. So if you are finding it difficult, something is missing. Something is missing. You read that same Psalm 119, verse 105. It said, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Thy word is a so the word of God can easily give you direction. The word of God can easily give you direction. The word of God can easily give you, can bring you out of confusion. Oh, I am depressed. I am sad. I am this. The, your key scripture or your key victory is scriptures. Your key victory. Get back and begin to meditate on the things God has done through the word and the things God has said. So I want to verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. And a light to my path. If you read that same Psalm 119, you read verse um, 114. It said, Thou art my hiding place, my shield. I hope 
in thy word. So our hope should be tied up in the word of God. That is where our hope should be tied on. Not the promise somebody made to you. Not the, the, Our hope should be wrapped around the word of God. If you read some um, verse 130 of that same Psalm 130, it said, The entrance of thy word giveth light and it giveth understanding to the simple. So the word of God can and should enter us. The word of God can and it should. We should allow the word to enter. Let the word come out of the Bible and enter you. The entrance of thy word. No wonder Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 could say, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. For thou shalt meditate therein day and night. For in it you shall make your ways prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. So how do you make the word to enter you? Number one is that the word must not depart from your mouth. Keep speaking the word. Keep declaring the word. Keep speaking the word. Keep declaring the word. Begin to meditate on the word. Say, so do you want to prosper? Do you want to succeed? Stay in the word. We believe so much in the tangible and we reject the intangible, not knowing that most times the intangible things are the things that produce the tangible things. Stay in the word. Scriptures on prosperity, scriptures on healing, scriptures on, on, on deliverance, scriptures on marriage, scriptures on restoration, scriptures on favor. Sit on those scriptures. Eat them. Pray with them. Meditate on them. Think about them. Think about them. And you will see your life start becoming fruitful. Your life will start becoming fruitful. Psalm 119 verse 133 will say, Order my steps in your word. Order my steps in your word. And let not iniquity have dominion over me. So if sin must not have dominion over you, prayer is good though, but Charlie, what you need is the counsel of scriptures, the fear of scriptures. Let's get back to where we begin to fear and dread the Bible. Let's get back there. Let's get back there. Let's begin to fear and dread the Bible. Let's get back there. May God help us. May God help us. So, 119, verse 133. And thy word have I hid in my heart. Thy word. If you read Psalm 119, verse 11, sorry. It said, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. So what makes people to begin to live a life of sin is that the government of God via the word has been dethroned. Yes. The government of God through scriptures, has now been dethroned in your heart. The rulership, what guards their system of thinking and understanding is no more the word of God. When the word of God becomes the system of government that guards your heart, you don't just wake up and live a life of sin. Something, something pulls your conscience. Something pricks you. But the moment the word of God begins to fizzle away, the word of God begins to go down, begin to die. You will see yourself from, from thinking about it, from starting to finishing, nothing even pricks your heart. Nothing makes you get worried. 
It is when you are gone, you begin to feel sad. Charlie, what is missing now is the word of God is empty in your heart. If it is there, one thing the word does is that it burns. This is not my teaching this morning. I was just trying to enlighten us while I get into my teaching. But I'm just, I just, I, I know God is helping somebody. One thing the word of God does, it burns in your heart. It burns in your heart. It begins to prick you. The moment you begin to walk in the path you should not walk in, suddenly it begins to prick you. It begins to burn inside of you. It begins to burn inside of you. It begins to burn. It begins to burn. It begins to burn. It begins to burn. Suddenly, it will look like somebody is watching you. Suddenly, it will look like you just you just heard something. You can't explain. This one there, all around you is obvious. There's nobody watching you. Oh, it's something you cannot just do and get away. But it just looks like there's something watching you. Because the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. But when the word is not there, you will be so carried away. You will, in fact, you will be so convinced. Don't worry, nobody will find out. You, the devil will so convince you, and it's easier for Satan to talk to you when the word of God is absent. That is why, if you read the book of Jeremiah, when Jeremiah was arrested, Jeremiah chapter twenty, Jeremiah was arrested and he was put in jail because he preached the gospel. He prophesied. And they arrested him because of his prophecy. So when you read from verse 9 down, Jeremiah was the one talking. Now Jeremiah 20 from verse 9. He said, Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. He said, But his words were was in my heart as a burning fire. His word was in my heart as a burning fire, shut up in my bones. I was weary with forbearing and I could not I could not stay. I could not stay. So because of the accusations, because of all he went to say me, I will not go to church again. I will not preach the gospel again. I will not prophesy again. He said, but I have eaten so much of the word. I have received so much of scripture that it was in my heart burning like fire inside my bones. He said, I couldn't stay. I stood up. And I went back and began to prophesy. I stood up and I went back and began to preach. The thing I said I won't do for God. They, I, I have been eating up. I have been eating up. I have been eating up. Jesus would say that the zeal of thy house has consumed me. Let's get back to the word. Let's get back to the word. Everyone listening to me, receive grace for Bible study. Receive grace for Bible study. Receive grace. For Bible study, receive grace to get back, sit down with scriptures, receive grace to study for hours, receive grace, receive grace in the name of Jesus. Listen to me, take this home while we get to our teaching. If you pray for, if you can pray for one hour, two hours, five hours, and you cannot study your Bible, you are digging a pit, you will soon fall inside. You can pray for hours and you can't study 
for even 30 minutes, one hour. You are digging a bit that you will soon fall inside. Very soon. Don't worry. Very soon. Just watch it. Just watch it. Very soon. You will become a multi-purpose machine gun without a controller. That is what will happen. You will become a multi-purpose machine gun without a controller. You shoot everybody and shoot yourself without you getting direction for your life. So you get to a point, you start doubting prayer because you are not seeing certain dimensions of result and balance and security in your life. And maybe you are listening to me here. You happen to be a minister of the gospel. Please, it is wrong to only read your Bible when you want to go and preach. The Bible is not for you to go and tell them. No, it is for a life for you to live first. The Bible, let's go and tell them, tell them. No, 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 no. It's a life that you must live first. If not, very soon, you begin to doubt what you know and what you believe. Very soon, trust me, it won't be long. You begin to doubt what you know. You begin to doubt what you know. I pray that the Lord will give us understanding. And every one of you that have been reading and you have been lacking understanding, receive understanding now. May the light of Jesus come on you and grant you understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I'm talking on 10 things that happen when you lack help. Somebody says, my month of help is my month of help. Genesis 2 verse 18, God said, after God has even made man, I told us in the order of numerology, number six speaks of help. All right, number six, on the sixth day, God made man. All right, number six speaks of help. And you realize that after God made man, God rested. The moment God created man, God rested. That tells you that man in your life would bring rest. Help in your life would bring rest. But now this scripture is saying something. After God has made man, he said, man, it's not good for the helper to also be alone. The helper needs to be helped. Let's say somebody is helping you financially and suddenly the person's source gets locked up or dried up. The person gets stranded. You will get stranded. The people you are supporting, everybody will get stranded along the line. So now there is war in Israel. There is war in Gaza. Now the country that is, let's say countries, let's assume there were nations that Israel was giving aid. Israel was the one supporting those countries. Do you know right now that the country will be in trouble? Do you get, do you get the point? Do you get the point? That country is going to be in trouble now. All right? Because their helper is at war. 
their helper is at work. So there will not be time for production. There will not be time. The money they would have needed to send to the, the people they, they are supposed to help, they need that money now for them to build, for them to fight, for them to protect themselves and all of that. So sometimes it is very important that you pray for your helpers. Very important. Because if they are in trouble, you are finished. You are finished. And it's also enjoyable when the people you or to God have used you to help or is using you to help, they are also those who pray for you also. People don't see the importance. But suddenly they say, things are hard for me. No, it's not you. Check your helpers. They are under attack. It's not you that's the problem. It's your helpers. They are under attack. Your helpers, if they are not under attack, you will not be under attack. A business person, oh, I don't know, nobody's coming to buy. Check what is attacking your helpers. What is attacking your source? Check it. If you fix it, you realize there will be a flow of abundance. Ten things that happen when you lack help. Ten things that happens when you lack help. And I pray that nobody here will lack help anymore. No one, no one, no one. If you have been lacking help, even as the word of God begins to go forth, receive help in the name of Jesus. Receive help in the name of Jesus. As the word of God begins to go forth, receive help in the name of Jesus. Number one, your dreams and visions are obstructed. Number one, your dreams and your visions are obstructed. Your dreams and your visions are obstructed. If you read the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 5, it said, And there was no man to till the ground. God was in the midst of creation, but there was no man to till the ground. Man has been created, but man was not formed yet. So from verse 6 of Genesis chapter 2 down to verse 14, God created man and put man, made man now, not created, made man. Understand the two scriptures. In Genesis chapter 1, God created man. Chapter 1 verse 27, 26, 27, 28. He created man, but man was not made physically. All right? You can create by your idea. You can now sit down and envisage how your marriage will look like. You see your wedding day, your wedding gown, the kind of wedding ring you want, how many carats the gold or the diamond will be, how the cake will look like. You have envisaged everything, even in your mind. You have entered the event, you are dancing. In fact, you even saw yourself left the venue, get pregnant and give birth. That does not mean you are married. But in your mind, you've been able to create the possibility of the kind of wedding and marriage that you desire. Until it comes into reality, it has not been made. But in the, in the realm of imagination, it has been created. So what happened in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, 20, 20, 28, when Bible said, God said, let us create, make man in our own image and in our likeness. And God made man and God blessed them. That was creation. God created man in his imagination. 
God created man in his speech. God spoke man forth. But when he came to Genesis chapter um, 2 from verse 6, he said, And God made man out of the dust of the ground. So the physical body that we could touch and feel and see, that was when it was made. But man has been created earlier. So the creation was suspended. Everything God was doing at a point was suspended because there was no man to till the ground. Can I get that scripture? What's happening to my Bible verse this morning? Can I get two persons actively helping me? Genesis chapter 2 and verse 5. He said there was no man to till the earth. So God had to stop everything he was doing to form man first. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every help of the field before it grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. So God couldn't do anything again. He had to stop. And Bible already said that God rested. But that means even after the rest, God did not rest because man was not available. It was man that was supposed to bring full rest. Man was supposed to bring full rest to the dealings of the creation. So if you read verse 15 of that same Genesis chapter 2, after God formed man, chapter 2, Genesis chapter 2, he said, and God now took man and now placed man, 15, sorry, Genesis 2, 15. God now took man and placed man in Eden to dress it and to keep it. That was when God entered his full rest. So the dreams and the visions of God regarding creation was suspended because there was no man. You can have a big dream. You have a big goal. You have a big ambition. And you are lacking the right partnership. You are lacking the right sponsorship. You are right, lacking the right support. You are lacking the right resources. I'm telling you the truth. They will remain stagnated. They are going to remain stagnated until you get the right people. And I pray that the Lord is going to send you the right people for your dreams, for your visions, for your goals. In the name of Jesus, you will not be stagnated. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Number two, prophecies are frustrated. Number two, prophecies are frustrated. When you lack help, your prophecies are frustrated. Exodus, if you read Exodus chapter 3, 21 to 22, God have already said to Moses, I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptian. I will make sure that when they go, they will not go empty. I will give them favor, they will not go empty. He said, but there's a condition to this favor. The condition is that... Um, Everybody must borrow from their neighbor. And I've said, said to us before, by the understanding from this scripture, favor is not always free. Favor is not always free. Number one, 
That's what I've learned. Favor is not always free. Oh, well, somebody, I can just be walking on the road. Somebody will just come, just dash me one million dollars, and the person will just walk away. Charlie, that's your um, interpretation is very nice. It's very nice. But favor is not always free. Sometimes favor is a reward. So what God was doing for them and to them right now is that their labor of 430 years, God was rewarding them. Because what happened was when they, were, when they became slaves in Egypt, they were working for 430 years. They were not being paid. So the Egyptians were becoming rich. Why the Israelites who were working, they were becoming poor. So God now said, okay, it's time to pay you back. I'm going to pay you back through favor. That the same people who have robbed you all these years, I'm going to turn their hearts to cost them to give to you. So everybody must ask from their neighbor. And I've said to us that the capacity of the help and the favor you receive is to the degree of the kind of contact and access within your, your reach. It will be surrounded within the contacts and the access that is within your reach. If you don't have the right people, you can't have the right things. You can't have the right things. Everybody must borrow of their neighbor. So the prophecy was that you must be favored, but if the person that is supposed to favor you does not have, so what happens? So a lot of you now, you've received prophecies of wealth, received prophecies of help, received prophecies of increase, but those who were supposed to help you, either they have not come or they are still, they are still broke. Some of you, you are the hope of your family. You are the one. Your mother will tell you, you are my hope. Your father will tell you, you are my hope. Even you now, cry, don't even have hope. The hope of the family does not have hope. So the family's victory is going to be delayed. Some of us, the reason you must understand that the reason why you must wake up and sit up very fast. If you fail, your whole family will fail. If you are poor, because you are the one they are looking up to. If you are poor now, the whole family will be poor. If you die now, the whole family, they will just, everybody will just give up. I pray that the Lord is going to help you. You will not end like this. You will not end like this. You will not end here. The Lord is good. The Lord is sending help to your direction. Your doors are opening. Ideas are coming. Connections are coming. You shall be lifted so that you carry your family out of that burden. You shall be lifted. You will change the image of your family. You will change the face of your family in the name of Jesus. So prophecies can be delayed. Prophecies can be hindered. Prophecies can be disappointed when help is absent. Prophecies can be frustrated. Matthew 27, 31 to 33. Matthew 27, 31 to 33. The Bible said, according to the, what the, the word said in Isaiah and other prophets, was that Jesus would be crucified in a place called Golgotha. But while he was lifting the cross, going to Golgotha, Bible said he was tired. He fell. He was tired. He fell because they've beaten him and a lot of things. I think Luke and John place a better light on it. But let's just read the scripture. So he said in verse 20, okay, 31 now. And after they had mocked him, they took the rope off him and put 
his own raiment on him and led him away to be crucified. And as they came out, they found the man of Cyrene, Simon by name, him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they were come up to Golgotha, that is to say, a place of scorn. Now look at this. Simon was passing on his own. Jesus, who was supposed to, the prophecy was that he was to get to Golgotha. That is where he will be crucified. That is where he would die. And they will not bring him down for burial. Before he got there, he began to fall on the road. He was tired, gasping for air because he was human in the flesh. He was tired. They had beaten him. The wood he was carrying was heavy. And they took a man called Simon the Cyrenian and they placed the cross on him. So if that man was not present to carry the cross of Jesus to where he would be crucified, automatically the prophecy would have missed. The prophecy would have missed. The prophecy would have missed. So God would have not looked like a liar. The prophet who heard God and spoke would have not looked like a liar. So they've told you that you will travel abroad and you have waited now for 15 years. Abroad, you did not see. The door, you did not see. There's nothing. Even passport, you don't have. The problem is that you have not met the right man. They told you that you will get married. You've dated, dated, cuckoo, dated mosquito, dated all the rat and all the rabbit. Yet, ma, you have not seen. Not talk about the rich. You have not seen the man. Not even to talk about the rich. So now, you are now saying, I want to live my life the way I want it. I will meet any man that come now. May I just go out. I will chop his money. No, that is not the way. The, the What happened is that the right man that actually carried the contest of the prophecy, the person that contained what that prophecy talks about, you have not met the person. You haven't met them. When the, Listen, when the person come, the person will not come to chop you. Most of us don't understand how God works still. The problem we have is that when we receive prophecy, we try to use, to make ourselves to fulfill the prophecy. All right? When prophecies come, we try to use ourselves to fulfill the prophecy. We try to use our, our understanding. If God tells you, I'm sending a man to come and marry you, when the man comes, Charlie, the man will not come to chop you. Mm -mm, that's not what he's coming for. Because the man has heard God. God is leading him. In fact, even if it was the time you made up your mind, oh, me now, I will chop any man that is coming. I will just chop his money. And as you come, this one will be the one advising you that, hey, my sister, this thing is not nice. Oh. Don't do this thing. Live your life for Christ. Whatever you want, I will give. And you'll be convinced, like, what are you saying? Your fellow guys have been collecting their own and be going, Charlie, collect your own, give me money. He will tell you no. You see, you have to do it the godly way. And not because why? This one came by divine leading. This one came. But the moment you begin to feel everybody that comes is the fulfillment of the prophecy, everyone. So if you receive a prophetic quote, don't just run. No, sit down now so that you will not assume everyone as the fulfillment. Father, where is the person coming from? How will the person come? When will the person come? You might not get the whole details, but there will be this sharpness in your senses. There will be this light in your spiritual sense. When you see the person, you will know. I've met people who I've never met for once in my life. 
I've never met them anywhere. But I've, I've seen them in my dreams. I've seen some in my vision. When I met them, I said, I know you. Like, what are you saying? I said, I know you. There are most of you now listening to me. You don't know why I give you attention the way I give you attention. You feel it's because of... No, 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 no. Before you came, I saw you. Before you came, I saw you. There is somebody, there are people who have, have already heard their name because this one, they will come. When they come, they will do this in your ministry. They will be part of this. They will, before you came, I saw you. I knew you. So I was just waiting for you to come. So understanding that God has sent this on assignment, I give them that, that space. I give them that access because I know this one is God sent. So your life becomes easy when you begin to inquire from the Lord, Father, how do I do it? Where do I do it? When do I do it? You don't just take everybody as a business partner because they have money or they have a good idea. You ask God. You ask God. I pray in the name of Jesus that we will not, no more will we ask and we will not get the answer. The Lord begin to lead you strongly by his spirit. As you ask God for direction, you will receive clarity, clear light in your spirit, clear light in your spirit, no confusion, no controversies, no confusions, no controversies. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Number three, deliverance is delayed. Deliverance is delayed. Deliverance is delayed. Every time you lack men in your life, your deliverance is delayed. What is deliverance? Deliverance is not falling and standing. Deliverance is not... Uh, no, 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 no. Deliverance simply means being brought out of that tough situation. To be brought out of a tough situation and to be brought into an event of light. Deliverance is to come out of darkness and be brought into light. Deliverance is to come out of sickness and be, to be brought into healing. Deliverance is to be brought out of an unpleasant situation and season and to be brought into a pleasant season. If you read the book of Exodus chapter 2, Exodus chapter 3, these two chapters, you read the scriptures, you're going to find the children of Israel who were left in bondage in Egypt. Now, because their helper, Moses, was not born, their deliverance was hidden. Because Moses was not born, they did not get deliverance. Now, finally, Moses, who was supposed to be the deliverer, was born, and he took the wrong step by going to kill an Egyptian physically. But that was not supposed to be the pattern by which God wants him to deliver the people. So he came out, he saw an Israeli and an Egyptian fighting, and he held the Egyptian, killed him, and buried him. So the next day, so Moses thought at that moment, he was already getting a leading in his heart that, ah, my, my calling is to actually deliver my family. My calling is to save my people. So he was getting that leading. But there was nobody to interpret the prophecy. There was nobody to interpret the vision or to even help him understand the burden that he's getting. So he took the guy, killed him, buried him. So the next day, he saw true Israelites were fighting. And he was like, hey, both of you are brothers. Why will you fight? Just stop this thing. While he was trying to get into that, one of them said, oh, 
you have come to kill me as you killed the Egyptian the other day. You think I don't know you, the murderer. Moses was thinking that the brothers will understand that I am your deliverer. I am the one God has sent to help you. I am the one God has sent to save you so that they will now join him and begin of her. But instead, they were now the one accusing him. And Moses ran away. So the man that was supposed to deliver them ran away for 40 years. So their deliverance was actually delayed for another 40 years. Their deliverance was delayed for 40 years. So it took 40 years for him to come back from the wilderness where he was taking care of animals to come back and begin to deliver. Now look, look at this. If you are not careful, sometimes you might end up fighting those God sent to deliver you. Being a pastor, I can relate very well to this. There are times the same members God called you to fight for, they will be the one fighting you. They will be the one gossiping you. They will be the one that is not even helping and supporting you. So you get weary if you are not careful. Some of you now listening to me, you know very well that God has sent you to come and deliver your family. But you are the one your family is fighting. It is you. The, the, your biggest problem now, the same family you are trying to fight for, the same family you are trying to work for, labor for, they are the one that is fighting you. Bring all the money, let's eat it. But you, your plan is for you to gather money, establish, have some um, bigger money, build a house, let everybody get comfort. But now they want to chop all the money now. I have a plan for, forget the plan. We are suffering. We are, they just want to waste everything now. So you must understand that you as the deliverer, sometimes those that God sends you to deliver, they will fight you. But you've got to be wise and intelligent knowing that this is possible. You take your high eyes and heart off every offense. So deliverance will be delayed and frustrated or hindered when helpers are not available. So every day Moses delayed from coming, their pains increase. Now let me give an example. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody online? That God has used me at one time or the other to deliver you. Is there anybody? Is there anybody here? At one time, God has used me by prayer, by prophecy to deliver you. Okay, so let's use God's favor as an example now. So now, imagine I did not answer the call of God. Imagine you and I have not met. Are you seeing it? Imagine you have not, I didn't answer the call of God. Imagine you and I have not met. Or imagine that day. I just felt like, I don't want to pray for anybody. I'm tired. What is it? Listen, if God called you to be a deliverer, understand that that does not mean that you will not have your own problem. But you must put your problem aside and go for what God has called you and sent you to do. That does not mean you will not have your own challenge. No, 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 no. You will have your own issues. I've been on my own praying. God tell me, call that person now. And when I pick up my phone, I sometimes I'm in a situation where I'm so tight, I'm so I'm tired, and I pick up my phone and call. And the person will tell me, Thank, thank God you called. Thank God you called. I was about killing myself. 
thank God you called. I'm tired of this life. Thank God. I'm like, what is going on? Me that was tired, suddenly I will receive energy from nowhere and begin to minister to people. So every time your helpers are delayed, your deliverance and your freedom becomes difficult. Okay, somebody said I've experienced it too. Every time your helpers are delayed, your deliverance and your freedom, that is why you must pray. Pray them, compel them. You see the way the Bible said that Simon was compelled. Compel them. Compel them. I pray for you. Help us will not be delayed. Your deliverance will not be delayed. Those who are supposed to deliver you out of poverty, those who are supposed to deliver you out of shame, out of sickness, those who are supposed to deliver you out of whatever you are going through, they will not delay anymore. They will not delay anymore. They will not delay anymore. We compel them to your life now. We pull them to your life now. We pull them to your assignment now. We pull them to your marriage now. We pull them. We compel them now by the force of the Holy Ghost. We decree that they are under pressure to look for you and carry out their assignment in your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want us to pray. I want us to pray. Number four is lack. Number four, we're talking about 10 things that happen when helpers are absent in your life. Number four is lack. Luke 15 and verse 16. Luke chapter 15 and verse 16. Palakapagayasa. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did it, and no man gave to him. So you see that receiving does not come from animal. Receiving does not come from the sky. I gave us last week, let's get that scripture again, Luke 6.38. No, it is men that God will have to use to give to you. No man. So this guy, what the scripture was simply saying was that he was looking for food of pigs. Huh? He just wanted to eat the food that pigs eat. That's what he was looking for. Why? Nobody was giving him. Nobody was helping him. So you're going to live the life of a beggar the moment your helpers are absent or they are delayed. You are going to live the life of a beggar when your helpers are absent or they are delayed. Look at this. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shake it. So God already gave the guarantee from the beginning. No? Give and it shall be given unto you. It is sure from the word of God. It will come to you in good measure. It will come to you pressed down, shaking together and running over. He said, but there's a condition now. I guarantee that it will be given to you. But it, it, it will take men. Shall men give unto your bosom? So the moment the men, the helpers are missing, the other prophecies and the conditions and the principles, they are all wasted. They are all wasted. They are all wasted. No man gave to him. Some of us, 
this is the situation we are in right now. There's nobody. Nobody is. The only thing people are giving you now is advice. The only thing people are giving you now is advice. Some of you cry, even advice, nobody's giving you. Even advice, nobody's giving you. Nobody's giving you. The moment helpers are absent, lack becomes the order of the day. Lack becomes the order of the day. Lack becomes the order of the day. Lack becomes... Listen, listen, listen. God did not plant you, whatever country, whatever city you are in now, God did not plant you there for you to starve. God did not plant you there for you to die hungry. There are people who are God's right-hand men. There are people who are God's children, who are God's kingdom investors. There are people God has prospered. God has made them rich because of his work and because of his people. If you can win your way to the heart of God, and conquer whatever that is hindering help in your life. Somebody from nowhere suddenly we just hear a voice and said, go to um, a strange place. Go to this place, number this, number that, number that. There is a lady there, knock on the door. When you get there, ask of a lady that bears the name Marama. When you get there, ask her what she wants, whatever she is looking for give it to her. And the person that God has sent is now a billionaire in dollars, in properties, in anything you can think of. So if you like, ask them for heaven and earth. Charlie, you have it. My father, Postuleman, said some time ago he was fasting. He went to a prayer camp and locked himself there, was fasting. While he was fasting and praying, suddenly he had a knock on his door. And he was not expecting anybody. So he didn't want to answer. They kept knocking. They kept knocking. They kept knocking. So he decided to go and open. He opened the door. A white man and a white lady. Are you Johnson Suleiman? He said, yes. All right. Who are you? What can I do? He said, we came from America. We are missionaries. God sent us to you. God sent you. He said, yes. God gave us your name. God told us. We should come to this town. That was not the town he lives in. This was happening around the western region. And he was living in the south. So he only travels there to go for camping, to fast and pray, then goes back home. So they said, God sent us to you. We saw you in our dream. God gave us your picture, gave us your name, gave us this room number, gave us the city, gave us the country, gave us the prayer mountain you will be coming to pray. So they came before him. They were lodging in one of the apartments at the prayer mountain. So while they were still there, praying, God said, it's time. The person is there now. Go there. So they got there. What happened? They brought a bag. They brought a bag and they handed to him. He said the first time in his life when he saw raw dollars to that capacity, they brought out the bag they gave to him. Say, so we have been trusting God for a child for the past, whether seven or ten years. We've been married. There's no child. God asked us to come and give you this money that you should pray for us and we'll have a child. He said he was confused. They dropped the bag of money and he prayed for them. They left. When they began to check the money, it was about $300,000. That was what they brought in cash. 
about $300,000. That was what they brought in cash. They went back, they got pregnant, and they gave birth. He said they only called and shared a testimony. That was the last time he heard from them because their assignment was over. Their assignment was over. Their assignment was over. Listen, help is still possible. But listen now, one of the contests of this testimony is that he was at the prayer mountain fasting and praying. When was the last time you fasted and prayed? When was the last time? The supernatural still happened. The problem is that we are doing more natural things and we are expecting supernatural manifestation. A man of God said he was to go for a program and he refused that he won't go. The people keep begging him, calling. He didn't want to go because the place... They were not having a lot of members and he was looking at his, his level as a pastor and all of that. So he decided to go at the end of the day. got there. There were barely 50 people in the meeting. So he preached his heart out, prophesied and all of that. When he was done, a man came to him and said, I want to talk to you. He said, sorry, my ethics will not allow me to talk to you. Go to your um, host pastor and tell him you want to talk to me. If he agrees, then come. So he went to the host pastor. He said, fine, you can go. No problem. So they sat down. While they were talking, the man brought it back and handed him a bag and said, God sent me to bring this bag to you. He said, okay, what is it? It's for you. He said, okay. So they gave him a complimentary card and said, anything you need ever in your life, come and look for me. And the man left. He said when he got back to his hotel room and opened the bag, it was $700,000. Until date, the complimentary card the man gave to him at Usu, he has gone to the address. He said, nobody with that name has ever lived there. Nobody with such business. All the description he gave, nobody. There's nobody like that in this place. There's nobody like that. Help is still real. Help is still possible. But we are too lazy to pay the price. My father, Pusuleman, said one time again was in UK, it was in London, and he had a program, and all the money he had left on him was 10,000 pounds. And God said to him to give it to the pastor that he came to preach for. That the pastor, they needed money to do some renovation in church. They were trying to raise funds. So he called the pastor, and he said, are you people doing projects? Say yes. God said I should pay any amount of money you people need. And the man said it's 10,000 pounds. And all the money on him also was 10,000 pounds. So he handed all the money to the pastor and he left. While he left, he was just in Lagos. Somebody called him, said, where are you? I want to see you now. And to cut the story short, he went there. The man was, uh, wife was sick, children were sick. And he prayed for them and told them what was going on and all of that. And this was an, a major general in the army in Nigeria. And the man handed him some fat brown pack, gave it to him, said, thank you for saving my family. And he left, entered his car. In the car, when he opened it, lo and behold, it was pack of dollars. When he counted it, it was $1 million that this man gave to him, pack in an envelope. Why? He responded to somebody's need by God's instruction. And God was now retaliating by giving him what was bigger than what he had taken. 
I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice that whatever that has made you to live in lack, whatever that has made you to live in emptiness, supernatural supply, supernatural supply, God is going to open for you a door that cannot be closed. Hey, Kapalasha, God is going to send you help. Angels are activated to your direction now. Angels are triggered to your direction now. Angels in form of men, angels in form of spirits, they will come in the physical, they will come in your dream, they begin to give you specific instructions, they begin to give you specific directions. I prophesy help us into your life now in the name of Jesus. Number five, number five, afflictions are prolonged. Afflictions are prolonged. Afflictions are prolonged. John chapter five, let's take three to seven. John chapter five, three to seven. John five, three to seven. When you lack helpers in your life, your affliction is prolonged. In this lay a great multitude of important folks, blind, of blind heart, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first entered, first after the troubling of the water stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Verse 5. A certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. He has, been, he has had this sickness for 38 years. Verse 6, when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. You see, there's a way you will be in some situation. Eh? If people come, without prophecy, they just know what you are going through. They don't know. if They don't need any, any prophet, anything again. By just the situation, it's obvious that this thing there, the problem is hunger. The problem is poverty because it has been there for too long. He said unto him, Will thou be made whole? Verse 7, The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man. When the water is troubled, to put me in the pool, but while I am coming, another stepped down before me. The problem is not that I don't want to be healed. There are some of you now. The problem is that you don't, you don't know how to drive a car. Not because you hate car, but there's nobody to buy for you. There's nobody to give you money. The problem is not because you don't like to live in a good house, but the money is not there. You love it too. You would have loved to live in a seven-bedroom apartment in some possible and beautiful environment. But the money is not there. You would have loved to have your own private jet, but the resources are not there. You would have loved to live in some good countries where you can get the best of your life. But the resources are not there. The resources are not there. The resources are not there. He said, I have no man. It's not because I don't like to get free. But then for 38 years, I have lacked helpers. For 38 years. Maybe there's somebody listening to me now who have been saying, I've been in this problem for 10 years. This thing has been long for 5 years, for 1 year, for 15 years, now for 20 years. I prophesy freedom upon your life now. I prophesy help upon your life now. You are coming out. 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 I prophesy help 
over your life now. Receive help. Receive help. Receive help. Receive help. Receive help. Receive help. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No more prolonged affliction. The people that will bring you out of that affliction, I activate them in your life. 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 In the name of Jesus. Number six. Number six. When helpers are absent, delay is inevitable. When helpers are absent in your life, you will be delayed. In the scripture we just read also, the man was delayed for 38 years. The man was delayed for 30 and 8 years. The man was delayed. Israel, their freedom was delayed because Moses was not available. The deliverance of the whole world was delayed because Jesus had not been born. He was supposed to be the savior of the, of the world. As long as he was not born, the world has to go through delay. Every time your helpers don't appear, you will go through delay. Every time your helpers are delayed, you too will be delayed. Like I said earlier, it is imperative that you pray for your helpers. Some people now, who has made promise to you and they are not fulfilling their promise, it's not because they don't want to. But some of them now, things are hard for them. Things are difficult for them. Things are difficult for them. Whilst there are some, things are fine, everything is okay, everything is okay, but the enemies has blocked their heart that they should not help you. The enemies have blocked their heart that they should not help you. Anyone in such situation, in Proverbs 21 verse 1, the Bible said that the heart of the king is in the palm of the Lord. He turneth it like the rivers of water wherever he wish. I decree now, let God begin to turn their heart to your direction. Those people who are in the situation to help you, that have what you need, but for one reason or the other, they've been ignoring you, they've been avoiding you. Right now, may heaven turn their heart. May heaven turn their heart. We overturn their heart. We overturn their heart. We overturn their heart. We overturn their heart. We overturn. We overturn. We overturn until they grant your desires. Until they grant your desires. Anyone whose helpers are under attack because of you, so that you will not be helped, we decree by the blood of Jesus, let that attack cease. By the blood of Jesus, the attack cease. The attack cease. The attack cease. You that is listening to me, that is under attack because of those you are helping, I decree by the fire of the blood, you are free. 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 Your helpers are free. You begin to prosper. Your helpers begin to prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. No more delay. No more delay. Receive speed. I told us last time, help is a man and speed is a man. Every time you talk about help, you are talking about a man. Every time you talk about speed, you're talking about a man. Receive help, receive speed in the name of Jesus. Number seven. Number seven, you lack dream interpreters. Genesis 40 verse 23. Every time helpers are absent in your life, 
you will lack dream interpreters. When we talk about dream interpreters, these are people ordained by God to help you become what God has said that you will be. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him. Joseph was not remembered. Joseph was interpreting the dream of people, interpreted the dream of the butler, the baker, yet there was nobody. He had a dream in his father's house that he saw all the, all the moon and the sun and the stars bowing down to his own star. He saw all the sheep bowing down to his own sheep. Joseph needed one person now to interpret his dream. He interpreted the dream of um, the two men in the prison, suddenly the Pharaoh came again, said, come and interpret my dream. If it was some of us, we would have stopped. That's why it never stopped being good because somebody treated you bad, because you don't even know where your reward will come from. Don't stop being good because somebody treated you bad. You don't know where your reward is going to come from. Don't stop being good. Don't stop being good. So Joseph right now needed an interpreter. He had no accommodation. He, in fact, this time, he was the one that begged. He said, please, when did you go, remember me. He said, ah, you don't worry. Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, I'm coming for you. Ah, you don't worry, 24 hours. Ah, what you've done for me, I will never forget. For five years now, they have not called you. For 10 years now, they don't even know your number again. They don't know your number. That is why the Bible says I'm one to one. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. I remember years ago, a very good friend of mine, in my little capacity, I supported him even to my own heart, to my own loss and pain. I supported him. So when he got a visa to go to America, he said to me, ah, I will never forget you in my life. I will never. The moment I just travel, I just get a balance, Charlie, I will call you. Oh, I will make sure you come and join me. He got his first house, he didn't call me. He bought his first car, he didn't call me. He has built his hotel, Tina, he didn't call me. But Charlie, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. If you don't want to have heartbreak, you don't want to start feeling bad, keep your eyes on God. People will promise you, thank God, pray, pray that God will make them not to change their mind, but keep your eyes on the hills. Keep your eyes on the hills. It might be a little longer, but that help is going to come. It might delay a little, but that help will come. You lack dream interpreters when men and the right men are not available in your life. So when Joseph was now done interpreting the dream of Pharaoh. Pharaoh now said, okay, now it's time for me to now interpret your dream. From today, after me, you will become the most powerful person in this country. I will give you my daughter to get married to. I will give you this. I will give you that. So Pharaoh now came and began to interpret the dreams of Joseph. I pray for you that the Lord is going to send you dream interpreters. The Lord is going to send people that will interpret your dream. Some, they will not talk. All they will just do, they will just sign a check of $100,000. What do you want to do? 
Tell me, I will pay for it. What do you, what kind of house do you want? God will send you dream interpreters. God will send you dream interpreters. God will send you dream interpreters. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Kabbalatabha Shaka. Number eight. Your enemies overpower you. When you lack help, your enemies begin to overpower you. When you lack help, your enemies begin to overpower you. If you read First Kings chapter five, four and five. First Kings chapter five, verse four and five. Solomon speaking. He said, "You know that David, my father, could not build the Lord a house." Okay, let's from verse three now. From verse 3, David, my father, could not build God a house. He said, because there are many wars and adversaries. There were too many problems. Thou knowest how that David, my father, could not build a house unto the name of the Lord his God. For the wars which were about him on every side, until the Lord put them under the sole of his feet. So David died. He built the city of David. In all he did, the friend of God, he could not build the church. Too many wars. Too many wars. It is like the situation of Israel right now. If Iran chooses to um, get into this fight, last time, I, I've been following the news keenly. I've been following the news keenly because of Israel. How Lebanon suddenly... The, is it HSV, but they call them or what? Began to throw certain missiles from the Lebanese region. If that happens, Israel will now be faced with two opposition. If Iran, their long-term enemy, decide to get into this fight, it will become three enemies they are fighting, and Israel will not be able to win. They don't have the enough human resource, enough weaponry, enough resources. Now they will need external help. If not, they will, they will end up not surviving. If at all they recover, it will be on a very thin line. On a very thin line. Very thin line. So David had too many wars around him. Fight here, fight here. Goliath was coming. Sons of Goliath was coming. The Philistines were coming. The Amorites or everybody was after him. Everybody. So Solomon said, this hindered my father from building God a house. The enemies overpowered him in a certain area that he could not even build a church. He couldn't build a church. He said, but me, I have done it. Because why? God has given me rest. God has sent me help. There's no more fight. All the fight that was supposed to fight, people are now fighting the fight on my behalf. There are people listening to me now. It's not because you are not making money. You don't, you, you don't understand why you can't even build a house. You can't buy a land. You can't do things for yourself. The problem is that if you get 10 cities, the issues and the challenges you are getting are about 100 Ghana cities. So now you are even borrowing money to solve problems. You are getting money, but the problem that is coming to you, too many battles, health crisis, crisis in your marriage, crisis at your workplace, crisis, 
crisis on every side. I pray for peace now. Let the peace of God that passeth all understanding enter into your family now. Let the peace of God that passeth all understanding enter into your life now. No more, no more, no more will your profit be more than your losses anymore. No more will your losses rather be more than your profit. Your profit shall multiply. Your profit shall multiply. No more will you lose more than you are gaining. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord put an end to every battle. May the Lord put an end to every war. May the Lord put an end to every battles. May the Lord put an end to every wars. In the name of Jesus. Number nine. Number nine. Your result will be slow and small. Your result will be slow and small. When you lack helpers, your result will be slow and it will be small. Ecclesiastes 6, chapter 4, verse 9. Ecclesiastes 6, chapter 4, and verse 9. Your result will be slow and it will be small when you lack helpers. He said in that scripture, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Get me Exodus 2.18. Exodus 2.18. So two are better than one. Their reward, they have a good reward for their labor. So when they are two, they will get a better reward. Not just two now. Two walking heads. Look at this. And when they came to ruin their father, he said, How is it that ye are come so soon today? So their father knew them for slow resort. They are always late. They are not giving feedback on time. They are not getting a result on time. No impact on time. No productivity on time. How is it that ye are come early today? If you read verse 19, they said, We saw an Hebrew man. He was the one that helped us. We saw an Hebrew man. He was the one that came and fought off the Philistines and he came to help us. Your resort becomes slow and small when helpers are not available in your life. When helpers are not available in your life. Your resort will become slow and small. Your result will become slow and small. Not because you are not trying. Not because you are not putting the right effort. But because you are doing it all alone. No help. No support. No help. No support. I pray for you one more time. Receive help. Receive help. Receive help. I awaken men and women to begin to help you. I awaken men and women to begin to help your family. I awaken organizations to begin to help you. In the name of Jesus. Number 10, the last. Number 10, restoration becomes difficult. My God. Even restoration becomes difficult when you lack men in your life. Restoration becomes difficult. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 10. I will restore to you the years, the canker worm, the caterpillar, the locust, my great army has eaten. It will become difficult when men are absent in your life. Get me that scripture. Look at this. 
He started from verse 9 and said, two are better than one, for they have, the, they have a good reward for their labor. Verse 10 said, for if they fall, the one shall lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he had not another to help him up. So the one that is alone, when he falls, no helper. Some of you now, the problem you have is not that your business fellow. No, 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 no. If you had the support you needed by now, you would have risen again. The problem you had was not because of, yeah, we know some wind blew, some challenge came. If there was help, you would not have been alone. Somebody was sharing a testimony with me days ago, although I didn't like it because it was the negative part that happened. I gave her a prophecy on this platform some time ago, and I said to her, I said, get a house help in your house. Get somebody to help you because I see you sleep and you fell. And if God does not intervene, you may not survive it. So the person was in Dubai at that time. So the prophecy was not making sense. The prophecy was not making sense. What are you saying? I'm in Dubai. I'm chopping my life and all of that and all of that and that, 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 that. And two years later, she was all alone. She was coming out of the washroom. She slipped. What she, she had people who she brought to help her. She sent them away saying the prophecy was not coming to pass. So what is the essence of wasting all the money and just keeping people? It's not happening. It's not happening. So sent everybody. You will come and work clean. Take your money and go. She was just taking a bath coming out. She slipped, landed on. It said she almost hit her teeth and her face on the ground. For months, her knees were in pain. Till the time she called me, she can't sit down for, I think, I think she, she said at first, she couldn't even sit down at first. She had to be lying down, lying down. She can't sit. Now she can sit, but she can't sit for long. And we have to start praying. We have, but if there was, don't, don't get my point. I'm not excited that that happened because prophecy, no, 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 no. That's not my point. My point is the instruction was get a, get a house help. Because if they were two, some way, somehow, and it's had to even come out of that washroom to be able to reach out to those who would come and help was now a problem. If they were two, they would have been able to shout, somebody will come very fast and help and all of that. So if that person had died in that washroom, that would have been the end. That would have been the end. That would have been the end. He said, if they fall, one can lift up the other. That is why... It is dangerous for you to surround yourself with people that you are better than. It is dangerous for you to surround yourself. I'm not saying you should not have them. Have them, but that should not be everybody around you. People you are better than, people who are all in your level. It is dangerous for you to surround yourself with such people. It is dangerous. When you fall, nobody can help you up. You need those who can hold up your hand. You need those who can say to you, hey, you want a million dollars? I can't give you all, but I can give you $500,000. You need those who can say to you, your business closed. I am sorry for the losses. I can't give you everything, but I'm giving you goose to put back in your business, sell them, bring back my capital. You need those who can hold your hand and say that we stand through with you until you stand back on your feet. We're praying just one prayer. Father, send me my customized helpers. Father, send me my customized helpers. 
Father, send me. There are customized helpers. God, I've just sent them for you. Come rain, come sun. They are not going anywhere. Father, send me my customized helpers. Father, send me my customized helpers. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray, send me my customized helpers. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice in prayer. Lift your voice in prayer. Send me my customized helpers. Oh God, my Father, ilagabashata. Oh God, in this month of help, send us customized helpers. In this month of help, send us customized helpers. Kilekete Balakata, Eli Prikitish Kuta Prakata, Zukata Prakatesh Kataprakata, Eli Prikitosh Kuta Vrakatosh Kalavatata, Ile Verakatosh Kanamanda Gadida, Atulakata Berakata Lakatata, Ilekata Ilekata Kilikeperesha ketoya, ite kependere kesutelika, bokoto le 